You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. Beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn same. thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. It's called Pirate Radio. We a refuge for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights we can't reach. We are fan, we're hard true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzberg. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on The Great Geek Refuge. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am your host, but I am also the editor-in-chief of the website. It's greatgeekrefuge.com. Lots of great articles, lots of great podcasts, all sorts of wonderful things for your listening and viewing pleasure. Uh, for this episode of the podcast, we will be discussing the recent DC news. If you haven't heard the Black Adam uh, recap episode that we did, um, go back and check that one out, too, as soon as you're done listening to this one uh, but lots of big news in the dc universe when it comes to their movies uh when it comes to their comic book characters and we'll be talking about that today joining me for the podcast as always i have mr james rambo i have mr mc brooks but on top of our dc comic book conversation or dc movie conversation that we're going to be having uh we're also going to do something that we discussed last week uh we're going to talk about our favorite halloween candy since halloween is right around the corner or we did talk about that yeah. oh shit Depending on when you listened last, <laughs> or when you listen to this podcast, well, this is either early for, uh, well, this will be late because it won't come out until after Halloween. So hopefully you have a large bag of whatever candy we're going to be discussing for your enjoyment. I think we're going to go best and worst, like our favorite and then our absolute, like the worst, the worst candy. If someone gave this to you on Halloween, you were egging their house immediately after. Um, let's start with the big news here. So we talked about... At the end of Black Adam, stay around because superhero movies have taught us that you need to hang out until the credits are done. Um, and yet, yeah, and yet people still still the sheer volume of people yeah. who just get up and walk out. I'm like, are y'all new here? So <laughs> just, what's going on? So dumb. So so dumb. Um, our boy, honestly, my favorite superhero period, just across the board because of what he symbolizes, because of what he means to not just superheroes at large, but also like to 
hope. And and especially with what's going on in our world, it's a, it's very, very, very important for us to have a character like this who symbolizes hope, who symbolizes that good things can still happen, that even when having absolute power, the power of a god, that you can still be a decent person and it doesn't corrupt you because we've seen too many examples of where it does and where you yeah. are corrupted. And like, this is, he's such an important character and that is Kal-El himself, um, played by none other than Henry Cavill, uh, Superman. Superman is, shows back up uh, in the DCEU at the end of Black Adam with kind of a threat. I wouldn't say a threat because he's Superman, but he, he's like, hey, um, we need to talk about you being, you know, you. So I, I want to talk about that because of like the bigger implications for some of the other uh, other media that's out there that he's been in. Because like, man, this guy gets around when it comes to nerd content. Um, we'll talk about that. We're also going to talk about James Gunn, who is now um, going to be leading the DC movie franchise universe or whatever. What are they even calling it? DC Universe. DC Universe. And it's it's not just it's film, TV, and animation. It's not the uh, not the extended universe anymore. No, no, they've removed it. They're oh, just okay. calling it the. And they're also saying that's that's part of the reason that like The Rock has uh, why he's been saying the power in the DC universe is DC universe is going to change. Uh, kind of normalized saying DC universe instead of DC extended universe. Gotcha. Makes sense. Um. Yeah, so let's 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 hop in. Let's let's talk about Superman um, first, because we I mean we mentioned that he showed up um, in the Black Adam recap that we did, but like I, I alluded to it before, like he's he's always been my favorite, and like a lot of people, a lot of people get really shitty about that, and a lot of people, well, Superman's boring. Superman doesn't have like he can do whatever he wants, and like I, I just don't like that character. I can't relate to him. I only like Superman when he's like you know dark and evil. And like, I just, I feel bad for people that, that feel that way because mm -hmm. like, there's so much more to this character, man. And like, if, if that's what you think, then that's just like, I'm sorry for you. I really, I really am. And like, it, it, it's, there, there's so much more to this character that you're not getting because like, he's always symbolized hope. He's always symbolized like decency, like doing the right thing regardless, because there are many instances where he could take the easy way out of like, yeah, you know what? I could just vaporize you with my vision. I could blow on you and freeze you and then pick you up and then chuck you into the sun and no one would ever see you again. But no, you're going to go to jail so that the justice system will take care of you, Lex Luthor. Like he does things the right way and like, that sort of thing and especially like as he's changing like as he's evolving like uh they changed it uh instead of being truth justice in the america way truth justice in a better tomorrow like that's what this man represents and like the fact that people are like yawn about that is just that's so sad to me uh rambo mc what, what say you like how excited were you about seeing superman back and especially henry cavill as superman take it away mc oh i mean it was uh, for me it was it was it was it was it was awesome you know I, I i feel like you know you keep hearing rumors over the last couple the last couple years about well you know they're gonna are they is are they gonna do man of steel 2 you know we had the rumors about henry showing up at um san diego comic-con you know to announce that he's in the movie and and all this other stuff so it was just it was it was awesome 
uh, just as a fan that he's back that, you know, for all the criticisms we've, uh, we've lobbied at DC, um, the, the one thing we can say that Zaslav has gotten right is this, the, the decision to bring Henry back and, and let him, you know, continue to, uh, you know, play this role that I think, you know, so many of us, um, you know, pretty much enjoyed. I mean, like, Man, Man, Man of Steel is is you know undoubtedly I think one of the one of the better movies DC's done in like the last decade or so, yeah. and um, you know there's I think there's literally something to the fact that you know people have been clamoring trying to get get Henry back so it felt awesome, um, and then just to see him in the suit and he looked really awesome in the suit, <laughs> um, and yeah just you know it. It's got me kind of feeling a little bit more optimistic now that at least we know, like it's not rumor, we're not speculating, we're not guessing. It's like, no, he's going to be back. Henry is undoubtedly going; he's going to be back. There will, there is going to be a Man of Steel sequel, and we, we, no matter what the plan is for DC going forward, it makes no sense to try to have a plan for Justice League or DC anything that doesn't involve Superman. So it, it it's I, I'll give them credit for at least getting this part right and and bringing Henry back. It was it was very exciting. Rambo, what say you, my man? I mean, I guess you know whatever. <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I'm gonna guess what they're gonna do it. You know, he's good enough, I guess. Or... Um, I'm fucking hyped. I'm so fucking hyped. I like between this and and the other announcement we're gonna be talking about, um and the fact that there those two things will be working together in conjunction. Holy fuck. Um Cavill has been maybe the single best thing in terms of like if you could put component to like a single element of the now DCU, DC, previously DCEU. Uh, since his inception um he has never been the problem in any of the movies he's been in uh it's only been a matter of like getting him good material um i think one of the reasons that the uh you know like whether or not you like man of steel like i'm not even i don't got i don't care frankly uh, frankly um the man of steel trailer is incredible the man of steel trailer is the best superman film that's ever been made mm-hmm. um and a huge part of that is it is isolated images and scenes of him. The conversation between him and Lois about, you know, the S on his chest and what it means and what it stands for. And like, that's fucking pure Henry Cavill. It, it's it's when you start getting more of a certain writer or director's influence. Um, well, excuse me, not, not a writer, but director's influence that you start getting more and more problems with it um so the fact that you know he has been somebody who has been campaigning for this so strongly um who's been so dedicated to it uh and he's so goddamn good at it um i am really really excited and the news we got about his one of his current jobs um i think what like yesterday maybe um that is a very good sign um in terms of like it, it's a it's a bummer like i'm not happy that he's leaving that role but 
if that means that he's leaving that role to come to this one, I, I'm in. Um, specifically, what I'm talking about is the announcement that um, with season four, because season three is already in the can, but with season four uh, uh, coming not next year, but the year after uh, for The Witcher, uh, Henry Cavill will not be returning as Geralt, um, and instead Liam Hemsworth uh, will be taking on the role. Um, as as I've seen a couple people refer to him, the lesser Hemsworth, which one is fucking rude, and two, there's a third Hemsworth brother that is the lesser. Um, <laughs> and, which is truthfully no shade to any of them. They're all successful Hollywood actors. Um, <laughs> Uh, it just, they're, done, they're not Chris is the problem. Um, in fact, point of fact, uh, uh, the, the third brother plays Thor in Ragnarok and uh, uh, Love and Thunder in the little plays they do. No shit. That is that is their other brother. He's also in uh, uh, Westworld. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm with that announcement, it, it's it's Harpo. Hemsworth. It's um, <laughs> Shemp Hemsworth. <laughs> it's, um, but yeah, it, it's it's. I, <laughs> I know some people who are who are not especially happy about this decision. Um, I get it. Like like. Well, it's, well specifically, <laughs> I had a conversation earlier today, um, or maybe late last night, uh, yeah. with one Phil Gudson. Um, who was like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. And, and I was like, well, maybe he has hidden depths of talent we don't know about. And his response <laughs> was, unless... Hold on, hold on. Let me be sure I can get this exactly right. Because I... Fuck, I laughed at that shit. Um, uh, bah, 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 bah. Unless his hidden talent is clearing Henry Cavill's schedule, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> 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 I, I gotta say I, I hadn't played any of the Witcher games I hadn't read any of the books like I watched that first season and like Henry Cavill just that growl of a voice mm. he has as Geralt and like still my favorite line of his of all time is the simplest line ever mm. fuck <laughs> just like it's it's so simple but just so well executed and like man that dude like <laughs> <laughs> if you've ever seen Seinfeld I've made the reference recently before in a podcast I'll make it again if you ever questioned anything about your sexuality like let me tell you seeing Henry Cavill in a tub like I think it moved like it's I mean yeah like if that the, you want to talk about like you want to talk about the internet and like <laughs> like thirsty things that have been on on streaming services that might be because like, let me tell you that turned so many heads like no pun intended but like, he was just like, I remember everybody talking about that scene. They'd be like, he's in a tub. And I'm like, yeah, so they're like, no, no. No, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> he's in a tub. Yeah, yeah. Carol is naked yes. in a bathtub. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, and, 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 and I saw somebody talking about it on TikTok and they made a really good point, which was, um, Yes, more than likely he's leaving to go to Superman, but that notwithstanding, this could have been the out he was looking for because there's talk of like the fact that he wasn't happy with the way the show was going. Uh, apparently, there were 
there were like interviews where the writers of the show talk about how much they hated the books yeah and dude what there was a whole thing about like uh uh the scene with um like one of the scenes with roach where it was supposed to be like it ends up being like um dramatic in this in the series but it was supposed to be played as kind of a joke in in the sh in like the original writing and he's the one who like was paramount about that and changed that um like he he is a put it this way the reason he sounds the way he sounds is not only did he look to the 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 audio performance from the uh voice actor on in the games but the audiobooks too he's doing a combination of the two of them plus his own take on it so like this is a guy who has been informed by multiple different pieces of media or multiple different media adaptations of the same story and he's trying to like unify all of those things together he is somebody like he, he fucking campaigned for this role yeah so the fact that he's leaving is not just like oh I, i'm really excited to go do this other thing but it could also be a combination of that plus and if i'm being honest i'm not super jazzed about the way things have been going here so i'm fucking out yeah 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 because because if i remember correctly when when he first got the role he talked about wanting to do like seven seasons of it like he really wanted to like flesh this uh flesh this out because he was such a fan of the source material yeah he's a big fucking fan that's kind of a bummer for him though like if, yeah i mean to like something this much and like this kind of goes back to and we can dovetail into this but i don't want to go too far off topic here but like the video game source material debate that we had and i wouldn't even say debate but when we were discussing how we felt about halo none of us were really big fans of the video game series like i played it passively like fucking whatever but like the biggest gripe i've heard from people who are huge fans of the series and then read like any of the books that came with it is that like the creators just did not give a shit about any of it yeah, yeah. kind of did whatever they wanted and like now i'm hearing that with the witcher as well the writers are just kind of like well fuck the books like whoa hold up hold up hold up like going in different directions creatively is one thing but like saying you hate the books like that's the series you're doing is about that you do realize yeah. that right like it's fucking I, weird i feel like there's a balance there like you kind of have to like the source material to do it but it was also the main reason why i didn't like jj abrams being involved with star trek because he specifically said oh, i wasn't a big star trek fan okay that's maybe this wasn't the project for you then dude yep. like, yeah <laughs> like it's i'm not saying you have to absolutely be a fanboy about the whole thing but like it helps you know and like the honestly like in jj's de defense though and like it's not going to be a good defense just so you know jj <laughs> loves star wars and he fucking sucked at the star wars movies too so maybe he but yeah i'm like i said i don't want to go down this rabbit hole because we've already established that jj is great at coming up with great concepts and then kind of just tripping over his own dick when it comes to this and being like man i got this really cool idea i gotta go real big on the takeoff pretty decent on the flight not really about the landing no yeah no no hey wouldn't this be cool if we had a stormtrooper defect yeah that'd be dope what are you gonna that do with cool. him after that i don't know i don't know he's <laughs> over there now <laughs> where's this cool jacket that's about set it. up a lot of like really cool ideas that uh, uh oh, oh shit we're out of time uh. yeah yeah you literally could have just handed the people in lost lightsabers and it would have been the same fucking thing
Just disappointing. <laughs> Not making any goddamn sense. It turns out they anyway. were all dead. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know the TikTok that's like, hey, what could you go off on a rant for about 40 minutes? About how much J.J. Abrams pisses me off. There you go. But yeah, this Fucking is... Fucking Superman. He's back. This is really exciting. Yeah. Um, I am I am super fucking jazzed to have him back in this role. Uh, and I I mean there were there were multiple writers and directors attached to this for, you know, when it was being talked about doing a sequel to Man of Steel. And I mean, if memory serves oh wait, I don't know if Matt Reeves was, was talked about, but Matthew I did layer cake and he did son of a bitch my brain is going as I'm getting into my old age <laughs> did layer cake yeah um it's an old uh it's, it's a Matthew Vaughn Matthew yeah. Vaughn uh Matthew Vaughn who did uh the Kingsman movies um he had a whole pitch for a Superman movie um I mean, you know, shit, going back as far as like fucking, uh, fucking Brian Singer, um, <laughs> Singer wanted to do a Brainiac movie. Like there's, there's been a lot of talk about how to approach this next. And really you just get somebody who understands that it's not supposed to be a dark character. Yep. And you just play it straight. Like if Patty Jenkins got a better fucking script. I'd love to see her take on it because, like, her whole deal with, um, particularly with her first, with the first Wonder Woman movie was like, I'm sick of people. I'm sick of people laughing at the idea of earnestness. Like, it's not a joke. Mm -hmm. Like, this is someone who's no, they like they're they really are good. They really are here to help you. And fucking Bill Lawrence. Bill Lawrence needs to make a fucking Superman movie. It's yes. Lasso Superman movie. Fucking right. Yeah. Oh shit. No, it totally works because think about. Okay. Oh my take, god. Take, take Kansas. <laughs> take Kansas. Right. Oh fuck, Kansas. Okay. I'm, I'm, oh, I need a <laughs> so moment. Ted so Ted Lasso <laughs> is from uh, Wichita State. He's he's a Division two football coach, right? MC. Uh, I've watched the entire series. I don't know if you've caught up on any of it yet, but like never seen it. Okay. Um, Dude, did you, you see, did you get my email? You can yeah. spoil. You can yeah. spoil. Yeah. But, but like I, I sent you the the did you get my my email or my text about it? Yeah, uh, I don't think so. I sent you an invite. Like like Apple lets you do. Oh, like a that's family right. Thing yes. Now. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yes, you did. I did get that actually. Yeah. So I won't spoil it because I don't need to spoil it because the premise is kind of well known anyways. So the concept is he's a Division two football coach in Kansas, right, for Wichita State. And he leads them to the promised land. They're doing great things. They're winning games. And there's a viral video of him dancing with all the players after they won a big game. And, like, it just is all over the place. And this woman who has inherited a um, European soccer team in England uh, hires him as the head coach because she wants to tank the team. It's very, like, major league in, in that way where, like, the new owner comes in and, like, wants to ruin the team. Um, but Ted Lasso's whole shtick is that he is the most positive, optimistic person on the face of the planet. And like, 
people laugh at him and make fun of him and he comes over to England and they call him a wanker which is hilarious and like <laughs> to the point where the name sticks and he actually is like yeah all right I'm cool with that but like he's so positive and it just wins people over that literally could be Superman because hey some a, a, a person from an, an alien place you know fucking Krypton shows up and has uh, a connection to Kansas there you go there's your second connection and he's just optimistic and positive all the time about the great things that can happen when you are hopeful, when you think positively. Like, I'm fucking here for this. If he makes Zach Braff show up in this goddamn movie, though, I will fucking fight him. Get <laughs> <laughs> stay out of Stay out of it, Zach. You had your time. I, I can't remember. I vaguely remember something about your dislike for Zach Braff, but I can't remember the specifics. No, I like I like Zach Braff like well enough. He's fine, but like it was just more so like he just made, he finds ways to get Zach Braff and shit. There was there was rumors for a while that they were gonna do another Fletch movie and that Bill Lawrence was gonna direct it and that Zach Braff was gonna be Fletch and I was like fuck no. <laughs> and <laughs> there's a new one that just came out actually, and you know who plays Fletch? Fucking John Goddamn Hamm. John Hamm. And I can't wait to see that shit. Like, I, it's already out, but like, I wasn't gonna pay to see it. I'll. No, it's on Hulu. Oh well. Long story where our Hulu is currently down for the next That's little cool, bit. Cool, man. Yeah. Um. Well, it. You know how they have the bundle where you can bundle Hulu and Disney Plus, and like we were renewing Disney Plus anyways. Yeah. It had like a deal where it was like you get the first three years for this much. We huh. renewed it, but we, then we did the package where you get it all together. So we're in like this two week lapse of Hulu. Oh, week. Oh, yeah, okay. it's it's fine. It's whatever. Like I'll just binge a bunch of shit when it all when we get back on. But um, anywho, Superman, Bill Lawrence directing Superman would be fucking great. I yeah. God damn it! I, it's it's funny. Like one of the things that I, I I realized about halfway through, um, watching the first season of Ted Lasso was. Yep. How much I kept waiting for the reveal about Ted to be real, like actually be a dick. Yeah. Like you keep, like you you don't want to buy it that yeah. this guy is legit. Like this is really who he is, and this is really how he presents himself. Both, you know, you 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 don't think he's being genuine. Um, and there's something to be said for like he is kind of masking some pain, some personal pain he's dealing with. But no, that's Ted. Um, the the fucking scene in the bar with the the darts, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Yeah, the whole series and like, it's but that's society. Society's conditioned us to think that that's what's going to happen because we've seen it happen. Like like human behavior. Like we we are so used to seeing patterns. How many times have we seen somebody that we thought was a good dude turn out to be a piece of shit? You know, like. It makes perfect sense that we would all be conditioned to think that that's the next thing that's going to happen. But yeah, the dart scene, like I love the, um, he brings um, bi biscuits, cookies, like but in England they call them biscuits. He brings yeah. biscuits to his boss <laughs> every single morning. And at first she's pissed because she's like, where the fuck is he getting these? And then you find out that he's making them for her yeah. every she goddamn day. She can't find them anywhere because he's making all of them. Yes. He's, he's baking the fucking cookies for her. Yeah. Because again, um, like that's that's the kind of guy he is, and like it's yeah, it's outstanding. Yeah, give me a fucking like cynical, hard-edged Lois Lane. Yeah, who yeah. keeps waiting for the other shoe to drop about Clark. Yeah. When's he gonna be like? All right, man, fucking drop the act. Like, yeah, oh, it's all so cutesy. Yeah, 
you know, your folksy bullshit is getting on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, like that... I'd I'd love that. I'd love a moment where where Clark snaps at her and he gets he gets kind of rude for a second. He's like, I am just being myself. If but that's like, too much for yeah. you, that's fine. Like Midwestern pissed, where he's like, yeah. you know what? I'm a I'm a little I'm a little PO'd right now. Okay? I'm a, Feel I'm a little, little peeved. I'm okay. A little, a little picked, a little miffed <laughs> at uh, at uh, at all this, you know? Like <laughs> And we just or just hits her with the fucking just like ice cold. He's like, you know what? I'm sorry if my friendship is too much for you. And just turns his fucking back and walks away. Gosh she's darn like, it, Lois. Uh, uh, Gosh. <laughs> oh, for Pete's sake. Uh. <laughs> just really lean into that Midwestern accent. Oh, for crying out loud, Lois. Jeez. Right. There's there's just such potential. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, particularly in the political climate we live in, in the state of the world we live in, um, to 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 have a <clears throat> a character that is an immigrant um an orphan uh you know raised in the midwest uh who ends up becoming a journalist um and who does everything they can to stand up for truth and justice and a better tomorrow the, the doing the best they can to make the world as good as they can for everyone around them yeah like if that's not more timely than if, right if now, if now yeah. is that more time uh, timely time for that like i don't yeah. know what to say yeah i mean it's i i think that we fall into the trap though with superman is that like it's just like we were talking about with the rock in um black adam the whole paint by numbers concept of like we know what sells and we know what people want to see so let's give it to them when they want to see an angry hero and they want to see just destruction and they just want to see like just violence and like that's not what Superman and, is. And well, like, and not only that too, but it's the other thing we've talked about, not recently, but in previous podcasts about yeah. the idea of just one of evil Superman being the more interesting Superman. So that's what they're going to try to give us. Yeah. Yeah. Which honestly, it's not like that. We don't need, we don't need a person with unlimited power just destroying everything and doing whatever they want with no checks and balances we see that every fucking day you know like like we've got that in fucking homelander yeah yeah like yeah. if you you want a dark superman story the boys is right there mm -hmm. and it's yep. awful in terms of not in terms of its execution but in terms of its reality yep. like yeah this is what that would look like yeah um yeah give me a fucking superman that is uh, give me some moments from the animated series like you know yeah. uh, uh, somebody hits him with a crowbar and he's like oh that's not very polite and he picks it up and he kind of <laughs> half tosses it half tosses it and then tosses it one more time or just goes in the stratosphere uh, and like <laughs> just, just a dude who, there is a um, there's a writer named Chuck Austin who gets kind of you know it's not really fair how much shit he gets um but he's not a great writer but there was one arc i remember him writing on uh, action comics where you know a couple guys have, have like taken control of the monorail in, in um in metropolis and he uh he confronts them and you know the guy 
hits him with a bunch of, he, he he uses the word like a lot and he stammers not stammers but like he's not like he's stuttering he just um is talking in like weird circles and things and superman's response is uh that like might be um the worst english i've ever heard from a native speaker <laughs> just like what the fuck man how are you talking like that <laughs> um but yeah, like give me fucking you know I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed in you, Superman. Yeah, you fucking you it, know. It almost feels like they they should lean into more of like this sequel, like starting as kind of like a soft reboot of the character. Like you have yes. you, you have to reintroduce him. You have to reintroduce him for whatever this new DC universe is, but also reintroduce him as like like almost outside of Superman and Lois, nearly every other iteration has been dark, gritty, evil you know power hungry superman types and it's like there needs to be like kind of a palate cleanser like no these like this is superman let's let me like this is why people fell fall in love with this character this is why he's been popular for as long as he's been and and this is why this is what makes him more interesting than you thinking that he's just all powerful boy scout you know i just thought about this and it's one of the things that i i couldn't put my finger on it before but in the justice league um when they bring him back and his default setting basically is mad and I want to hurt everybody like that that's it never I understand it was the mother box you know I get that like but there was a certain amount of me that didn't like that that's their chance to do an evil Superman essentially like I get that like you know you you bring him back because of Lois but like fuck like no you bring like that's that's not who he is like at his core. And I, I feel like that's, you can say whatever you want. You can say it's studio pressure. You can say it was Zack Snyder being fucking Zack Snyder. Like that seems like a fundamental misunderstanding of what Superman is. Like, yeah. I feel like he comes back to life after being dead. That's not how he's going to be unless there's a reason. And the reason wasn't very good. Well, it the mother box one... said like, no, that doesn't make sense. Like it'd be one thing if he, if he was like confused and erratic and like that led to, you know, dangerous situations where you know he doesn't quite know what's going on and he's scared and and when you have like you back anybody into a corner and they're and they're confused and they're scared you know they're going to lash out only this is a kryptonian like this is this is fucking superman who has absurd like god level power and so him lashing out is not just oh someone might get a black eye it's oh a fucking city might get leveled but and it's funny because it's one of like one of the more interesting scenes and sh- and shots is when the Flash is running toward him and Superman looks at him and like they make eye contact. You're yeah. like, oh <laughs> shit! Um, <laughs> like it's cool to see like the the, the sort of the, those powers on display, but there's like legit anger in his face when he sees that. Like he's not confused; he's furious. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, that, I like there's there's so many times when that movie and BBS and like where they just don't fucking get it. Yeah. And it it the potential to to just kind of push that off to the side, like, yeah, it happened, whatever, it's over there. We're doing something different now. Um and and to do that and have it be 
under the guidance of a <laughs> a new uh, uh, not studio head, but um, what is it like? Like uh, CFO, maybe? I can't remember the the given title I have. I, uh, that's that's actually a really good question. I'm not sure yeah. what their what their I'm, I'm not sure what their titles are. Bravo, though, nice segue. Thanks, sir. Yeah. Um, let's see, James Gunn, WB. Yeah, I don't. He's the. the oh, they're the co-CEOs. Co- co- CEOs, yeah. Co-CEOs, yeah. DC Studios. Yeah. Uh, him and Peter Safran. Yeah. Um, the Suicide Squad is so goddamn good. Yeah. Um, and to have Gun, first of all, Slither, Super, uh, fucking the specials, which if you haven't seen that is. <laughs> <laughs> is a a very like weird dark messed up superhero movie uh but like super low budget um i didn't realize he was involved in the scooby-doo movies he wrote yeah. them yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like not only that like quick quick aside and then we'll jump right back into it like there's a there's a rumor going around that tim curry was going to be the villain in this in the first scooby uh, one of the scooby-doo movies either the first one or the second one but he refused to do it because scrappy doo is in it and he fucking hates scrappy doo um so <laughs> Here's where it gets interesting. So James Gunn is like, you know, it's funny. Whenever I read this story, there's never any quotations. It's just this nonsense. He's like, and it's not him that hates Scrappy-Doo. It's me. Fuck Scrappy-Doo. Yeah. And like, I thought that was hilarious. That's why he made him the fucking bad guy. Like, and yeah, and that movie is like weird and dirty and, yeah. and goofy. And um, there's really a fucking ton good. of innuendo. And yeah, it's very, yeah. like, I don't give two shits about the original Scooby-Doo cartoon. Yeah. Um, but I know those characters. Like, you can't be plugged into pop culture and not. Right. Um, but, like, and, and because of that, like, I know the like the particular archetypes of characters are supposed to be. I, I know the, the baseline kind of, like, boilerplate versions of them. And Gunn took those characters and, like, really ran with that. Um, but, yeah, he's a hell of a writer. He's a hell of a director. The, the Guardians movies have been fucking great. Um... And talk about taking weird out there concepts. Fuck, man. I I mean, I know he's gonna be doing some directing. I don't know what exactly he's gonna be directing, but the man that that made movies that feature Rocky Raccoon, Raccoon and Groot is gonna be overseeing, in the broadest sense at least, at, at a minimum. A character that features a fifth dimensional imp that is basically uh, like a god genie. I was just about to say that. I was fucking, like, if we get a fucking like, Mr. Mix, Mix, Mix Pitlick, Pitlick, man. If he shows up, that's so. And that's perfectly within the realm of possibility because yeah. Gun is there. Like, he is somebody who gets, like, no, this all, it, it's only silly if you make it silly. Mm-hmm. And. You don't have to wink at the fucking camera all the time. Peacemaker and fucking the Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad. I was sure going into Peacemaker, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hate this fucking show, because in the Suicide Squad, he is fucking despicable, and the whole show is him dealing with PTSD and fallout from the awful shit he did in the movie. Yeah. So it's not yep. just that he's doing. He does big. Cr- Fucking Starro. Starro is the <laughs> villain of the Suicide Squad. And so good. And it's so good. Um, 
the fact that this is a guy who's like, no, we're doing all of it. Like we're leaning way the fuck in. Um, and it works pretty much every time. Um, the fact that this guy is now going to be overseeing creative, like, I don't want to get too fucking lofty here, but as good as Kevin Feige is, he's not a writer and he's not a director. Yeah. Oh, there's potential for like gun to like really make some big fucking waves did you hear what he said about him his relationship with feige yeah they're fucking friends yeah, they're he super was like, yeah he was like yeah he was the first person i told about this yeah, yeah. like i almost feel like people were trying to get him in a gotcha moment where it was just like uh-huh. this kid well, fuck you know about this and like i could have just seen gun turn and look at him and be like yeah we're best friends he was the first friend i told uh. <laughs> yeah. well, and, and like, fun, fun sorry, fact man. too fun fact DC approached Kevin Feige earlier this year for that exact role. Man, you think, you think he was like talk to James Gunn? Bold that? fucking move. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey. like, he clearly turned him down, but yeah, like, was, yeah, they. Yeah, we know is... you're you're firing on all cylinders, and like you're one of the most successful producers of all time. But what if you just came and did that here? We'll give you the same amount of money. Hear me out. Hear me out. Less oversight. More oversight. Right now, you are driving a top of the line 2023, like Lamborghini that is just firing on all cylinders. But hear us out. You helped design. You designed it. You built it. You made sure that all of it worked right. But hear us out. We've got a 1987 Volvo station wagon, (laughs) one of the windows sticks, but, and it doesn't have air conditioning. But hear us out. This might work, right? Like three of the four doors are the same color. <laughs> <laughs> the antenna broke off, but I just, with a uh, little duct tape. Like the, my only. Concern, I mean, honestly, like yeah, the the fucking yeah. gull it takes yeah. to be like, hey man, hey um, hey buddy. <laughs> like I, I mean, like I don't know. It, it, it's it's going it's going to Jordan. It like in like 1995 and trying to draft him mid-season. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> hey, listen, stay on the Bulls or or this is uh, ready for this one. Orlando Magic. Huh? I mean, yeah. the Hornets have an opening. <laughs> yeah, we need even shittier teams than that. The fucking Utah Jazz. There you go. Yeah, there uh, you go. There well, they were go. good. They were good in the 90s. Um, uh. It would, yeah. I'm trying to think it's, of like a it's safe to assume if yeah. I know the name, they're probably where we're actually yeah. good. Yeah. Clippers. Let's go, go. Yeah, the Los yeah, Angeles Clippers. Clippers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. When they were still owned by racist ass Donald Sterling. Um oh, man. my only concern. Yes, let's hear it. James Gunn, for the most part, is great at taking characters that you don't give a fuck about and making you give a fuck about. And like he's been able to run in this niche world because he's done three. Yeah, three. Three really good mainstream superhero movies. The two Guardians movies and um, Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And then, well, four, because we'll count um, Peacemaker as, that, as well, right? Like, sure, I mean, yeah, series, but like, yeah. yeah. Four pieces, four big pieces of media yeah. with that yeah. same kind of a, a conceit. But for the most part, there's nobody out there clamoring for like, he, he didn't do Peacemaker, John. He didn't follow the source, but no one gives a fuck because they're just no. like, all right, cool. This is dope. I'm, and, and this is a very minute concern because I know James Gunn is going to be fine. Yeah. But, like, he hasn't really handled those big name characters yet. 
We haven't seen him with Batman. Sure. We haven't seen him with Supes. We haven't seen him with Wonder Woman. We haven't seen him with Flash. Like, but he's also like the CEO. He's not going to be directing these. So like, I feel like no, he's going. He, well, he is going to be doing some directing work. Oh, he is. We just nice. don't know what he's. Yeah, okay. we don't know exactly what he's going to be working on. But they yeah. made a point of saying that he is going to be doing like full on helming of certain projects. They just haven't said what. I yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, that again, that's my only concern, and I don't even think that's a legit concern because I think he's going to blow it out of the water no matter what. I think that's a fair point yeah. though, because yeah. with those more esoteric characters you get more latitude you yeah. do have a greater opportunity to kind of like do what you want um and if it's if it is more true to the character it's sort of like a fringe benefit yeah because yeah nobody cares about peacemaker like obviously obviously every character is fans um but <laughs> like there's not a huge like, there's not a giant fan base uh there weren't peacemaker shirts before that merch. fucking, you know, yeah, there, yeah, there wasn't Peacemaker merch before like Suicide yeah. Squad and that show came out. Um, so I, I think it's it's legit to to you know be concerned about you know what is that what is his touch look like on um, on a character that does have more like overall mainstream appeal. Yeah. To that, I would say Harley Quinn. Yeah. Yeah. Like his his you know Harley and, and Suicide Squad works really well. Yeah, that's true. Um, then again, but she also is kind of in line with his like whole kind of misfit angle and yeah. Um, no, it, I think that's a very very valid and very fair uh, uh, criticism and concern. Um, I'm just honestly so excited to, to have somebody who knows how to write and direct. Yeah, be overseeing the um the talent of. To, something this high end and, and this this big a deal. That's something that's so important to me, man. Yeah. Like, that's fucking yeah. great. It, it it also makes me wonder too if they're gonna attempt to kind of unify all of their media the way Marvel has, in which now Kevin is in charge of their TV division and their animated stuff too. And when like prior to that, you know, we had the Netflix the Netflix shows, then we had like Runaways on Hulu. Uh, the gifted on Fox and they consolidated everything. I mean, we were sad that the shows got canceled, but you know, everything uh, got consolidated, um, got consolidated. Now Kevin oversees everything. So I'm wondering, you know, the flash ends on the CW next year. We have no idea about the future of the Superman and Lois TV show or star girl. So it makes me wonder, do we start seeing some of those shows kind of end up going away and, now James Gunn is going to oversee the next iteration of whatever DC's TV universe looks like. Because we still have the Penguin show that's coming. Yeah. Um, that uh, I think I think I saw something the other day about that Gotham that Gotham PD show is still not dead. So that that's still apparently in the works. The Matt Reeves one. Yeah, there was a whole thing about like not knowing how um, Matt Reeves' whole sort of like not like pocket universe, but his whole deal. Uh, will be affected. Yeah, and I I can't see it being a matter of um, uh, Gun being like, well, now that I'm in charge, blah blah blah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, um, oh, what was the other thing I was thinking of? Crap, I lost my I lost my thought. Just oh, we just got the announcement, you know, that they're redoing the Green Lantern TV show that's been in development hell for a couple years, and now that's going to focus on uh, John Stewart going forward. 
That's, I mean, yeah, that's it, it does. It, yeah, it just it just and then uh, also begs the question of like what happens to stuff like Harley Quinn, the Harley Quinn. Like, they, I'm assuming they're going to keep doing the Harley Quinn TV, the cartoon, because it's, pro it's probably one of the more popular things they have going. Are they going to do another season of Young Justice? Um, are they are, do they have other animated projects that they may be interested yeah. in trying to do? Like, does James Gunn have the power? to give us that bruce tim batman show that apparently wb didn't want for some reason like i don't know i'm i'm, I'm curious to see what will what will happen what will happen but i do think it's a it's a reason for optimism i mean they needed oh, yeah dc needed and they needed they didn't necessarily need a name but they needed to get someone that fans could look at and be like oh okay you this is all this is going to be a good thing like this is a good decision that you're making right here they need and something I, of certainty not of yeah uncertainty. because yeah, like, yeah, honestly yeah. that's that's all that it had we had seen so far was like what the fuck are they gonna do because yeah. like let's cut everything let's get rid of this movie because they caught a lot of bad press for the batgirl shit and like rightfully so but like that and like essentially like uh, shit canning cartoon network and like getting rid of a ton of their content like they needed a win and I feel like this is their win. I don't know if it's going to compensate for all the other horrible shit that's happened, but like at least this is uh, they can at least put a W in the column finally. Yeah, for 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 at least this, yeah, they can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I'm fucking hyped about that shit. Yeah, it sh it should be it should be really really interesting for sure. Um, as far as the rest though, let, let let's kind of talk about some of the other um the other things that are going on with um. With the recent news that's come out so we've got henry cavill we've got like do you guys know anything about liam hemsworth like i, I mean i know obviously there's there's three hemsworth brothers and one of them's thor what is the uh, he's <laughs> the one that was married to miley right i liam? think so yeah yes okay so good for he him. was on uh uh he was he was like the number three in fucking um no he actually like number five i guess in the hunger games movies um I've never I have never seen a Hunger Games movie. I've never I seen liked him. I'm like, damn, why I'm like, damn, I don't remember him. I don't There's remember no reason why. why I haven't seen he's, him. I just never did. He's the guy that's not PETA. Okay. Dale. Oh, oh, yeah. Dale. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, I, okay, yeah. I do I do remember him now. I think much like the books, the first movie is rock solid and then it kind of just becomes Yeah little shakier as it goes and by the end of it you're like what the fuck is going on um yeah those are those are a wild trip um but yeah he's he's i think he's a decent actor i just don't think he's really gotten the opportunity to kind of do this like i'm i'm i would never have cast him as this but i'm very curious to see what he can and and will do with with the role um I think this would be a great time for um, Netflix or that, or or like as promo for the next season. Uh, give us a clip of him as Geralt. Uh, now, like that could be confusing because you still have a whole full season of, yeah, of Gavel playing a role. Yeah, the twenty twenty three uh, summer twenty twenty three one. Yeah, um, but if I was if, if I was in those shoes, I would definitely you know. Uh, uh, have some footage and like you know what does he look like in the suit? I mean he's certainly got the scale right. Um, 
he's not as beefy as Cavill is. But then again, you know, fucking who, is, who right? else is built like a goddamn tree? Um, yeah, it's funny. Like, let me see what else. I know he's done a bunch of stuff. I just don't know. You know, it's funny. As I say that, I Google, I Google Liam Hemsworth, and he has bulked the fuck up. Uh, homeboy's looking looking pretty big. Um, oh shit, that's right. He was in the fucking Independence Day sequel, um, which no one watched. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's an Australian guy. He's got a bunch of money. He's a handsome white man. Like, ta-da! <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I, I don't know if if I was going for a name, I don't know who else I would have cast. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see what he's gonna do with it. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, I, I don't think he's really gotten an opportunity to to really kind of show off what he can do. Um, so, fingers crossed. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, it, recasting is always difficult, we know. Um, I mean, like, hell, they even, the next big Marvel thing coming out has a not a controversy surrounding that, but, like, that's been the big conversation piece for, like, how many years has it been now? Yeah. Um, it's been at least a year. Like, how long, How uh, God, how long has it been since uh, Chadwick passed away? Uh, August 2020. Yeah, Jesus Christ! Uh, it's been two years. Yeah, ugh, that's a ugh, man. I can't even believe that. Well, I can because the last two years have just been like a, a whirlwind. But like, I, and we'll kind of close on that. Like that comes out not. I want to say it's November 11th, isn't it? It comes out. Better yep. Today? Yeah. yeah. So we've got like two weeks before that comes out. Like, I'm nervous about this movie. I really am. Because there's a lot that they're going to introduce, but also, like, what Marvel movies have come out in the last year that have really been dynamite? Like, I, I mean... Think, I think Spider-Verse was, was pretty damn good. I, I, no, I'd I'm say... Sorry, the, I'm sorry, not Spider-Verse. I'm sorry. Far Spider-Man. Uh, no Way no Home. No Way Home. Yeah. I fucking dug the shit out of Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, th- I, think the, I think what's happening is a fair amount of time has lapsed between the last marvel movie and this yeah yeah they don't have anything coming out until outside of black panther there no tv shows until after quantum mania next year yeah which you know i mean black panther is gonna be a big fucking deal yeah um i mean shit i saw uh tanash uh huerta on um on fucking kimmel last night or not last night in the last couple rather last night i watched the clip of him on on kimmel yeah and uh they played a little little clip from the movie that I hadn't seen, and I am even more excited to see that motherfucker <laughs> play Namor. Um, it's I I think a lot. It, it, there's been, there's been a comparative lull uh, for between those movies, and one of the last ones we watched, or we you know we got was Eternals, which is not bad. This is not especially good. Um, it's it's not the the typical Marvel quality. Um, again, I maintain they have yet to make a bad film. Yeah, yeah. Some but, are just uh, better than others. Yeah, some are just better than others, yeah. uh, which is just how it's going to go. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm confident to see this. I'm still very hopeful. Probably in the face of reality at this point. 
<laughs> that it is Nakia in or Nakia in that fucking suit and not Shuri. But we'll see. Uh, well, uh, apparently, it people have seen like when you watch some of the like, all the promo material we've gotten to this point that in in one shot you can in one shot uh, if, if I remember correctly, it's the close up shot of the of the suit where they do the reveal. The if you look behind it, you can see like it's, it's faded in the background. Dora Milaje members, but it also looks like someone else in a similar looking like panther type suit. Yeah. So maybe the idea is that there are going to be multiple panthers. Like maybe Nakia will get a suit, Shuri will have a suit, and then maybe Okoye will also uh, you know get a suit also. And they'll. Well, I mean, and and we we lost the heart shaped herb, right? Yeah. Um, so it would make sense to maybe do like a Panther team. Yeah. yeah like a like a pride, for lack of a better term. Um, well done. <laughs> um, as opposed to, uh, you know, a singular, singular entity. Then again, you can't really trust a Marvel trailer. Because they are... True. They are known for just flat out lying to people about what's going to be in the movie. Yeah. Hulk running through Wakanda in uh -huh. Infinity War. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Well, technically, Bruce Banner was there. Um, Nerds. Yeah. Like, yeah, I guess, you Maybe. fuckers. Allegedly. So, dropping this in the chat. Uh, this is from January of this year uh, for his birthday, uh, his brother Chris. Uh, put up an image, a couple images of, of Liam, um, and he's pretty shredded. Um, so yeah, them, them Hemsworth boys—they take good care of themselves. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just—I, I, I don't—I really don't think he's got a chance to to really put his personality into something and really like kind of show his ass with character. Yeah. And I mean, hey, there's potential. Yeah. At the very for sure. least, for sure. Yeah. So it should be interesting. Um. A lot going on. Um, how fucking hype are you guys for Quantum Mania now? Yeah, like, <laughs> that no, trailer, you... man. Them trailers. I am. I am in. Like that's that's another fucking thing that just got, it just came up. Yeah, William Jackson Harper. William yeah. Jackson Harper has been announced in a role in Quantum Mania. They are not saying what it is. Um, our our you know our buddy Daryl Mansell of Paprika yeah. uh, has said he thinks it's going to be Iron Lad, which would be a tie-in to uh, uh, Kang. Yeah, um, that'll be that would, that would be that would be really cool. Actually. Which could be that could be fucking great. Probably I, however, version. holy shit, yeah. like many other folks, am hoping for Mister Fantastic. How fucking cool would because that be? holy shit! And then somebody else yeah. was like, "Can we get can we get Kristen Bell as Two Storm?" <laughs> And <laughs> that would be great. And, and the the funny thing is, too, actually, right before I fell asleep, before we were recording, um, I was I was looking up that apparently, like, Marvel, the casting calls uh, for the for, for like this round of interviews for Reed Richards is mostly looking for someone non-white in the role. Dope. And and honestly, you know what? Manny Jacinto for fucking Johnny Storm. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we just need a thing at this point. <laughs> like uh, Ted dancing, make it Ted dancing. I was just saying, I was yeah, I thinking, <laughs> yeah, bring <in> Ted dancing, <laughs> just for the fuck of it. Wait, fuck, what was um, 
What Adam? Uh, Adam. Um... God damn! I can't think of his name. Um, no, the girl who plays like the. Um... You're talking about Jamil Jamil, or or no, or, no, or, no, 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 um, 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 fuck, Janet. Uh, yes, yeah, uh, Janet. Uh, yeah. Oh, um, just make her the thing. Fuck it, like Darcy Carden. Yeah. Yes, there we go. Yeah. Dear sweet Darcy Carden. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I have a biggest crush on that woman. Her. Uh, her me the meme that comes out every every year on 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 Columbus Day, like he's in a bad place, yes. you know, because of the murder and the rape. The murder and like, the rape. Yeah. <laughs> and like, oh yeah, that tracks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's awesome in League of the League of Their Own. The, oh man, the series, I gotta, I gotta the series, yeah, that. she's That's awesome. Just, I'm starting to develop like this like Santa Claus esque list that just like unrolls, like just you know, like hits the ground and just keeps rolling of shit yeah. that I gotta watch. Man, there's just so much stuff that I'm like not behind on. But, yeah, like, you don't have to. Content. No, yeah. you, you can take your to. time with it. It's not going anywhere. Take yeah. time, unless, unless well, it's on HBO Max. Unless it's on HBO Max, yeah. yeah, right. yeah you better hurry up. <laughs> and it might, and it might be going somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I need, yeah, you get on the fucking ball and watch uh, Superman and Lois. Yeah, yeah. So this. Oh shit! Being... We still, yeah, that's right. We still got to talk to, uh, yeah. season two. That was it was pretty good, man. We got to catch up so we can talk about it. Um, oh, yeah. It's just one of those things where like I, I just I'm looking for stuff that I can enjoy, and like with Ted Lasso, we mentioned it briefly. Like j just to point out, this is how much I enjoyed this show. I bought a Sam Obasanya jersey. It's coming in the mail. I'm gonna wear that shit. I'm so right. fucking excited. <laughs> Because, like, Rambo said something. Because Rambo, as all of you who are listening know, Rambo is not as sportsy as me and uh, me and MC. But he said something that was so fucking dead on. Watching Ted Lasso, he was like, so this is what it feels like to be a sports fan. To be invested in a team. And to, like, I'm watching a TV show, and they score a fucking goal, and I'm pumping my fist. I'm like, god yeah. damn right, yes. Like, yes, Rambo. It, that's exactly what it feels <laughs> like. And, like... I love this show so much. This is a real team to me. Like Sam Obasanya, like he is a Nigerian player for um, for AFC Richmond. AFC Richmond is the is the uh, team, right? Yeah. And um, he, they like their sponsor. One of their sponsors is this airlines, and this airline is basically like owned by a bigger conglomerate corporation that's like basically like polluting Nigeria and ruining everything. And like Sam does this like photo spread with them and does like a co commercial for the for the airlines. And his dad calls him and his dad's like, Sam, I'm so disappointed in you. Do you know what this country company is doing to our country? And Sam is like distraught by this and takes a piece of black duct tape and puts it over his jersey, over the logo on the jersey, over the actual like sponsor. And like the rest of the team comes behind him and they do it too. Like I was so fucking proud of this kid. He's a goddamn actor. And I'm proud of this kid like he was an actual like person. Like, I mean, he is an actual person. You know like I mean. Sam made the choice and not. Yeah, <laughs> not, not, like not he the was fucking writers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, I was so proud of him. And then like, at one point he has like a great game. And like, I was like, my boy Sam is doing it. Like I was, <laughs> yeah, like this is, this is such a great show. MC, I can't wait for you to watch this show, man. Because like, you were going to love this as much as I did, as much as Rambo does. And like, it's one of my favorite things that we do is like Rambo will watch something and be like, Hey Mike, you gotta watch this. And I watch it and I'm messaging him as I'm watching. I'm like, Oh shit, this just happened. <laughs> like, 
to this day, one of my favorite memories of all time is you watching the original Star Wars trilogy and being like, oh shit, I just got to the Empire Strikes Back scene where Luke is fighting Vader. This shit is dope. And I'm just like, yes. Like, yes, it's, it is. Yes. Like, I, <laughs> I love that. So I can't wait for you to watch Ted Lasso and, and, and enjoy it. There's only two seasons. So like, it, you'll probably be like me and power through it in like a week or two. And but they're, like, they're half hour episode. I mean, I mean hey, yeah. don't watch anything you don't want to. Yeah. But I mean, you can... time, I've told you guys, you know, about, you know, the time I have during the day. Yes. <laughs> so, Great. I mean, yeah. There, yeah. Okay. And you could you could burn through both seasons in two days easily. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good stuff. How many how many episodes per season is it? Uh between eight and ten. I think oh, that's the nothing. first season's like ten and they're like half hour episodes still. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's stuff, the yeah. problem is that you'll you will watch it very fast. Like third season. Where's third season? They're like, we haven't even announced a fucking release date. Yeah, it's 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 good stuff. I haven't I haven't fallen in love with a show like that in, in quite some time. Uh, honestly, since Letterkenny, since I I got on the Letterkenny bandwagon, and like they're they're both funny, but funny in different ways. Like yes, yeah, and and it's it's good. And like per a conversation we had offline, maybe I'll be writing a review of Ted Lasso <laughs> hmm. instead of doing other things. Um, yeah, but it's it's really really good. I've really really enjoyed it. Um, I think we, yeah well you know what, let's do this real quick and then we'll, we'll close up shop uh we'll go around the room um what what is everybody watching what are we watching right now um because i finished ted lasso i am completely caught up um i just finished uh watching all of star trek lower decks um i'm all caught up on that um i had been meaning to start star trek prodigy it is a kids show aired on nickelodeon and it's a star trek it's the first like kids star trek and it is fucking phenomenal like I'm like six or seven episodes into this show and it is really really good um the whole premise is like there's these there's this kid who's basically a slave um in like what looks like dilithium mines they don't really go into clear detail what it is and he basically like while trying to escape stumbles upon a federation starship and like him and like his ragtag group of people all get together and they become the crew and there is a holographic Captain Janeway on the ship who's basically like their mentor who teaches them and like it's it's really 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 good i i'm really enjoying it it's very pure and sweet but it's also got a really good story that's super interesting so nice. if you guys are looking for like a nice intro into star trek that is kid friendly i highly recommend star trek prodigy um mc bud since you have all of this excess time what are you currently watching <laughs> bud um Abbott Elementary, just because the new season is 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 uh is on. I want to say like half of the episodes, or no, I think they got a full they've got a full season order. So uh, a, 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 a few of the episodes from their current season have have been out, and uh, I'm like kind of very much <laughs> very much enjoying that. Uh, I'm mean, have to think. Um, uh, like most of the other stuff I'm watching when I have time to when I have, I have the time to watch stuff is mainly. Uh, just been anime stuff, but even not so much lately because I'm like very behind on watching like uh, Chainsaw Man, which like has my, you know, favorite main character that I've discovered in a while, only because, you know, he, uh, I don't know how to say, I don't know how to say that, so I just won't, but <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> I'm trying, it's just like, he, uh, you know, he, uh, you know, makes, he, he likes to very much reference uh, 
his preference for ladies with larger chest sizes. So it's kind of it's, it's, ah. a, it's a big running gag in the first in the first half of the show. But he's also a devil hunter who uh, is who is a devil himself, which is kind of cool. And so that's kind of fun. Then Spy Family, which you know has like kind of one of the cooler premises. Like uh, a spy has to create he has to create a fake family. Uh, because he's trying to get insider information from this guy who's like the head of some private school. So he's the spy. The woman he ends up marrying is an assassin and their daughter is a psychic. Fun times. Also very wholesome. Yeah, that's kind of it though. Um, I'm very behind on Stargirl, which is, this season's been good, but I, I'm very behind on it. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me. Oh, and uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is still pretty funny. Oh, I got to start that. I never yeah, 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 I yeah. still have not watched a single episode of that show. And Very much worth your time. Yeah. I'll, I'll probably pick that up. What is that one on? Uh, I think it's on Hulu. Maybe uh, yeah, I think it's on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. I, I th- yeah, it could be. I feel like it's, I feel like it's Netflix. Because didn't it, they got, because that show got canceled, then it got brought back when someone else decided to pick it up for like its it was final. Like Fox first, and then went to NBC or something like that. That's exactly NBC. what happened. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So yeah, but that and that's that's also pretty hilarious too. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things about it, and I've been meaning to watch it, so I'll have to check it out. And I honestly, like, I, I love pretty much anything Andy Samberg is in, so I'm I'm down for this. And like all the memes, like it's so funny. I know the memes and like gifts from that show. Yeah, like I haven't actually watched it. So and that's the funny thing too, because you'll yeah. be watching something, and be like, "That's where it's from." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all sound like um, I watched uh, Predator with my friends Sid and Caitlin the other day. Oh, actually, like a month or two ago at this point. And I hadn't even thought about this, but you get to the you know that that scene in the beginning is like Dylan. You son of a bitch. And they lock arms and they were both like, fucking meme. That's the thing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, nice. That is nice. definitely the meme. Yeah. 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 It's so funny how the way, like, we contextualize things now. We're like, I know this because somebody sent me a gif of this one time. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's from. Yeah. I saw this on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Rambo, what are you watching, bud? Uh, let's see. I'm I'm almost done with the uh, my 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 rewatch Ted Lasso. Um, I'm like most of the way through the first season of Veep. Um, which goddamn that show is fucking funny as shit. Uh, but like really fucking brutal insults and one-liners. Um. For anybody who hasn't watched that, um, or if you have watched it and you haven't seen in the cut the Armando Armando Iannucci's first sort of a, a um, series back in the UK, definitely worth your time. Peter Capaldi um, ripping into people uh, um, in the same way, um, and if you haven't watched either, watch them all. Um, what else? Me and Katie are have restarted Silicon Valley, which is funny as shit, um, and really smart. Like it's one of those shows that does all like like when they make reference to math or programming stuff, it's all correct. Um, nice. 
That's, the, that's Mike Judge, isn't it? Yes. If I remember correctly, and I haven't seen Silicon Valley, which I sure. need to, but Silicon Valley, if I remember correctly, is actually loosely based off of Mike Judge's experiences from creating Beavis and Butthead, where basically, like, it, and correct me if I'm wrong about this, but, like, what ends up happening, like, the way he described his Beavis and Butthead thing was like, he did, like, a short, like, clip for him. MTV was like, this is fucking brilliant. We want 72 episodes in, like, two months. And he's like, fuck. And, like, had to, like, bust his ass and, like, the premise of Silicon Valley is like a dude like develops an app and it's amazing. And they're like, Hey, we need this to work. And it needs to be like right now. So he's like working around the clock, like going nuts, trying to do it. And it's yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, it's, it ends up being more, uh, Dave and Goliath in that it's, um, a guy who has developed an app and an algorithm with it. Um, that ends up getting that shit stolen by, the company he used to work for which is essentially like google um gotcha. it's a company called uh, uh huli um and it <laughs> so do you remember a couple of years ago when um there was that whole thing on futurama like there was the body swapping episode and then and there was a shot in the episode where they showed like all this math on a board and Professor Farnsworth had figured out uh, an algorithm how to, to figure back, yeah. how to get everybody back in the right bodies. But the math actually was legit, like it actually worked. Yes, I do remember. Um, all of Silicon Valley is like that. Like the, there's a scene toward the end of the season where um, they're, uh, the, the, the team is, is at this big tech conference and they're basically lamenting the fact that like, they've been shown up they're going to be a failure there's nothing they can do the only way they could possibly win at this competition is if Ehrlich uh played by unfortunately TJ Miller who is really fucking irritating because he's funny as shit in this show um he's just a piece of shit he's just a piece of shit um the only way for them to win is if Ehrlich who is their basically like their hype man and and like he's the, the Steve Jobs of the the kind of group he doesn't actually do anything but he presents the fuck out of things. Um, if Ehrlich gives a hand job to every guy in the room, and then the characters start talking about, well, they're like, well, the, we only have 10 minutes to present. There's at least like 800 people in the room. So he'd have to give 800 hand jobs. And so he's like, well, no, no, no. If, if he's jerking off two guys at once, that's 400 hand jobs <laughs> and they start going through and doing the math and like writing formulae to figure out the actual time and effectiveness to, <laughs> to streamline this. And they, and apparently the writers talk to mathematicians about how to make this legit. Like at one point and, and it, me and Katie have watched most of the show and then we get distracted and never finished it. Um, so we're, so we're, we're, we're going back and starting it over now, but they're talking about it and, you know, we've seen the scene before, but it's been a couple of years and somebody said, you know, oh, well, you know, first you'd have to sort all the men by height. So you get the, you know, so there's, so there's no loss on the jerking off, uh, between, between the guys. And someone said, well, no, 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 it's not height. And Katie goes, it's dick to floor ratio <laughs> because it doesn't matter how tall you are. 
the what matters is how <laughs> is the length between your dick and the and the space between your dick, your dick and the floor. And, and like at one point they're like, well, you we don't necessarily even have to have them be have the ratio be one to one for them, as long as you had it be consistent. Where like you had somebody taller with someone smaller, and you were like stroking up and down, and like it. it <laughs> This is a conversation that's held in the evening. Character disappears and is working on things. He wakes up the next day. There are two whiteboards filled with drawings and and formulas and and a, a fucking algorithm to determine the most efficient way to do this. And like it's all real math that checks out. Anyway, Silicon Valley is funny as shit. Um, watching Veep also funny as hell. Um, I haven't started it yet, but I'm very excited to, to watch both the Midnight Club and Cabin of Curiosities. Um, both of which are kind of like, well, Cabin of Curiosities is definitely an anthology show. I, I think Midnight Club is like an ongoing series with an anthology added. Um, it is a Mike Flanagan show, which means it will be sad as fuck. Um, I, I already know that the show is about um a bunch of terminally ill teenagers who are basically getting together and doing like and are you afraid of the dark kind of thing jesus christ mike Flynn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's not a he's not a, a there's nothing <laughs> not intense about the shit he does no, um there is not <laughs> he's a man who uses horror to really discuss like the real trauma and pain of reality um, but I've only heard good things about it. Um, and of course, you know, there's, uh, dozens of movies that I, I need to, to get on the ball with. Yeah. Same. You actually just reminded me of one that I forgot to mention, but that just came out Friday, uh, uh Wendell and Wild. Yes. The Hen Fuck the yeah. A buddy of mine worked on that. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. The Henry, Henry Selleck movie, Key and yeah. Peele, um, the, the 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 main voice actors yeah i'm excited my buddy mikhail wellington worked on it what's up mikhail um yeah when he he went over to, to netflix for a while and it was like one of five projects he got to work on it's fucking super exciting and, I, and yeah that looks fucking great Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network production, Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! You kept it.